0: Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley.
1: A steady rain across much of southern Saskatchewan this morning is bringing relief to many pastures and fields after a dry spring and hot month of May. Weyburn Regional Crop Specialist Cherry Roberts says the rain will have a significant positive impact.
2: Weyburn, I would say we've probably had about half an inch. We've had some really nice uh, downpours yesterday. It rained for quite a bit of a day, but yet on the phone talking to people from other areas, they hadn't gotten a drop. So once again, it's that real spotty type rain situation. But looking at the weather maps for today, it looks like possibly the whole southeast could get it. I know in Glenhaven, it's been raining on and off. All morning here so Weyburn I believe is the same way and and hopefully this will keep up.
1: Regina's the same full day of rain it seems what impact will it have?
2: At this point some of the pastures that were really in trouble they're going to get a real big boost although some of them they started growing a little bit later so we may still have some slow recovery in those areas a lot of the crops have gotten a real big boost. I know a lot of farmers, some of them in, down in the Redbirds area, had actually stopped seeding because it was so dry over there. But now they're back in the field. I noticed there was some people back in some of the lighter-soiled fields yesterday that they had probably been waiting to seed. And I know a couple of farmers have told me that they actually – have reseeded some crops because it was so dry and some of their winter wheat had come up so poorly that they just worked it over and, and, and put something else in. So I think this is going to be a big boost to everybody. The big thing, you're seeing some of the small slough areas that have now got water in them. So for the wildlife, that's a big boost. And hopefully it will get us, you know, we're going coming actually into our worst months, So this can be a real good recharge on our, on our water system, get some of those uh, dugouts filled back up again if this keeps up. We really could use some good hot sun now. I, I'd love to see this rain, you know, an inch a week, but we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, yesterday's crop report said that germination had been patchy in many areas of the southern grain belt. So you see this helping with that?
2: Yes, I believe it will. The biggest thing now is hopefully with some of the heavier soils that have had some of the hard downpours, I hope we don't get any crusting. So some of the crops, you know, have 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 kind of a hard time getting up through some of that heavy clay. But I think all in all, if we can keep moist here, things are going to look pretty good here.
1: How much seeding is done in the Weyburn area and when do you expect it to wrap up?
2: I would say 95% of it is done in the Weyburn area. There's a few fields where they're putting in some soybeans yet and like i said doing some reseeding but i would say they're probably going to be done by the end of next week because of course with this rain there are some fields now that actually have standing water in them uh, on northeast of wayburn so that's something we haven't seen for quite a while so here and there there's a there'll be a field and i have heard that some guys had decided to chem fallow because they were so dry and hopefully they'll rethink that because of some of the negative things involved with chem fallowing and actually go ahead and and seed in something, because there's there's a lot of time here yet. We're just, you know, the first of June today.
1: So rain is very welcome after a dry spring?
2: Absolutely. I don't think there's anybody complaining except maybe the roofers. The only big thing is always keep in mind safety, you know, because I'm reading that there's been quite a few uh, encounters already with electrical lines this year. This spring, there's been apparently over 20 encounters so far according to, to Sask Power, so when everybody's in a rush, you know, always still remember
1: safety first. Sherry Roberts is the regional crop specialist in Weyburn. The weather office says Regina, Moose Jaw, Maple Creek, Yorkton, and North Battleford have all had 20 millimeters or more, while Estevan and Weyburn have received over 50 millimeters or two inches of rain this week. The group Friends of the Canadian Wheat Board is claiming victory in the latest court ruling in Manitoba. The group has launched a $145 million class action lawsuit against the federal government over the dismantling of the Canadian Wheat Board. Stuart Wells, chair of the group, says a court ruling clears the way for the next step, which is a hearing to have the action certified as a class action. The action was started in 2012, with the group contending farmers were owed $145 million after the Wheat Board was shut down. The group also wants $10 million in punitive damages. A comment Federal Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley made in the Senate earlier this week has drawn some anger in the farming community. McCauley said that most farmers support the moves the federal government has made to make sure that we put a tax on carbon. Western Canadian Wheat Growers Chair Jim Wickett says McCauley is dead wrong if he thinks that most farmers support a carbon tax. Wheat Growers President Levi Wood says farmers don't agree on everything, but if there's one issue they stand together on, it's in opposition to a carbon tax. Several farm groups say farmers should be recognized for the huge carbon sink that agriculture creates, not penalized through a carbon tax. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart found Macaulay's comment laughable.
3: That's uh, certainly not correct, uh, at least as as applied to Saskatchewan farmers. I can't speak for farmers in Prince Edward Island, but (laughs) but in Saskatchewan, the uh, opposite would be true, and I'm sure uh, Minister Macaulay just didn't understand that.
1: Macaulay also told the Senate that the Trudeau government is looking at filing a World Trade Organization complaint against Italy. Italy brought in country-of-origin labeling requirements on durum wheat about a year ago. Canada had been one of Italy's biggest durum suppliers until this past year, with most of the durum grown in Saskatchewan. Cereals Canada has been calling on Ottawa for months to file a WTO complaint. Stewart agrees that action should be taken.
3: I think they need to file a complaint. Uh, this isn't going away, and uh, it's clearly a violation. Uh, the U.S. Uh, went through this process, and it took us a long time to get a positive solution, but we eventually did, and uh, I am afraid that's what we're going to have to do with the Italians as well. Uh, country of origin, uh, they're very nationalistic uh, in their purchasing habits in Italy anyway, and country of origin uh, information uh, should not be is not appropriate, and and uh, we, uh, we think that the federal government should proceed with the motion.
1: The U.S. yesterday imposed 25% tariffs on steel imports and 10% on aluminum imports. Canada has countered with approximately $16.6 billion worth of its own tariffs on U.S. goods, including everything from yogurt to toilet paper.
3: I don't know what to read into it. It's negative, for sure. I mean, any tariffs on... Uh, Uh, steel and aluminum are negative for our economy, and particularly steel uh, from uh, uh, Everaz. The majority of the steel that's exported to the U.S. is from Everaz. And and, uh, so that's a very bad thing for for Saskatchewan. Uh, We uh, don't know if this is a... You never know with uh, the Trump administration if this is a bargaining ploy uh, for the bigger deal or if this is... uh, Something that they really think is necessary, but I think as much as it will hurt uh, Everest in Saskatchewan, I, I suspect that uh, U.S. manufacturers will be complaining even more loudly than than we will, uh, because I know that they uh, they like uh, the accessibility of Canadian product, both steel and aluminum, and they they really need it uh, for the most part. Uh, To carry on and hopefully even expand their businesses. So I think there will be opposition to that from more than just us.
1: On a more positive note, the strike by CP Rail conductors and engineers this week was short lived. Picket lines went up Tuesday night and a four year tentative agreement was announced late Wednesday morning. Stewart says he was pleased the strike didn't last very long.
3: Uh, Efficient and reliable rail service is essential to the economy of this province, not only agriculture, but uh, virtually our entire economy, because we are an export uh, uh, jurisdiction. Uh, pretty much everything we produce in this province is exported, and and uh, rail is the only way to get uh, our exports to uh, to uh, tidewater and uh, a lot of destinations in the U. S. Go are served by rail as well.
1: We also heard this week that the federal government, along with the consortium of northern communities plus Toronto-based investment firm Fairfax Financial Holdings and Regina-based AGT foods and ingredients have an agreement in principle to take over ownership of the Port of Churchill and the rail line serving the community.
3: It would probably put AGT in a better position to have a uh, an export port uh, that they would uh, have uh, you know, virtual control over, that would,
1: uh, I think, be a positive thing. Shipping grain from eastern Saskatchewan and Manitoba through Churchill instead of through Thunder Bay could save up to three days on the travel time to ports in Western Europe.
0: The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain
1: prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Feed barley rose $5 at $200.63. Canola fell 260 at $505.94. Flax gained 986 at $472.68. Oats went up 246 at $160.46. Number one red spring wheat increased 28 cents at 243.37. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 252.81. Yellow peas, 244.54. Feed wheat, 189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July spring wheat is down five and three quarter cents at six oh six and a quarter
0: cents a bushel. The livestock report on the source, 620 CKRM.
1: This is Grant Barnett with Market Report. Heartland on Stock here in Moose Jaw, Just under 700 on offer. Tuesday at our regular sale, consisting mostly of cows. There were a few yearlings on offer. It looked like they were maybe a little stronger this week. The regular sales are Tuesday only for the summer market. This cow and bull market looked a little lower this week. Lots of volume coming. Hopefully that'll slow down here with this great rain we're having right now. These good cows, 92 to 97. Sales right up to 99.5 on them big, solid grain fed cows. Medium cows, 84 to 93. Shelly cows were lower on on a lower trend. The good bulls are bringing from $1.05 to $1.18. And just a reminder, we're selling Tuesdays only. This is Grandpa night reporting. Let's have a great weekend. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
0: Ham sold 6,500 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 159 to 162 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,400 head, selling a range of 163 to 164 per CKG. Wanted index hog prices for the week ending Friday, June 1st are Maple Leaf Sig 5 160.99, Ham's Cash 159.49, Thunder Creek Burkle 155.77, and High Life $161.75 per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 31 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2948. Clean dollars currently trading at 77.20 cents US. US cash markets made solid gains in yesterday's trade, with most regions reporting a $2 US hundredweight jump in the price paid for live hogs. This followed a similar size increase in the pork carcass cutout yesterday, with loins, hams and bellies all improving more than $3.50 US a hundredweight in yesterday's trade. However, the positive cash market trade was in stark contrast to the futures market experienced losses of between $1 and $2.00 a hundredweight in response to the latest news related to trade. Trade uncertainty has severely weakened the market for pork for 2018 and 2019, and producers should take precautions to mitigate this price risk, especially in the context of record supplies.
1: Coming up, the farm weather forecast.
0: Jim Smalley's Weather on the source, 620 CKRM.
1: The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy skies, 40% chance of showers late this afternoon and tonight with risk of a thunderstorm. Windy's 30, gusting to 50, increasing to 50, gusting to 70 at times. The high today, 17 degrees, the low, 9. Tomorrow, cloudy, 60%, chance of showers in the morning, wind northwest 40, gusting to 60, the high Saturday 15, the low 7. Sunday, sunny with a high of 22, the low 9. Monday, sunny skies, the high 23, chance of evening showers again Monday with a low of 11. Clearing skies Tuesday with a high of 19, the low 10. Wednesday, partly cloudy and a high of 21. 60% chance of showers Wednesday, the low 10. Thursday, sunny skies, the high near 19. The normal high is 22, the normal low is 7. The sun rose at 4.52. It sets at 9 o'clock tonight. Around the province we have Estevan at 17, Saskatoon 10, Swift Current is 14, Weyburn 18, Yorkton is 11. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 15, that's 59 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east at 21. Humidity is 93%, the thermometer dropping 100.9. Light rain still falling in Moose Jaw this hour. It's 15 degrees. Winds are from the southeast at 13. Once again, Regina, cloudy right now. It's 15, that's 59 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.